Fitting tribute, ladies and gentlemen, to a great wrestling superstar. Good evening, everyone. This is, of course, Friday, August the 6th, 2021. Coming at you from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. It is episode number 1025 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Coming at you from the HQ, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, we're filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, who is, of course, King NWO Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo are, of course, indeed our friends at 411mania.com. Right now, while it is kind of uncertain if we will hear from the human suplex machine, John Gross, tonight, uh, in the event that if we do not, uh, by the time our news segment is over, I will be bringing you, of course, your wrestling and and pop culture history and birthday report here, of course, here as well. And we hope to have, of course, a lot more folks on here, of course, here to this evening. <clears throat> if you wish, however, ladies and gentlemen, to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on talking about here tonight on Revolution number 1025, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers, and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, <clears throat> which, of course, in addition to our news reviews and history and birthdays, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about what, of course, some of the results that will be coming in tonight from uh, uh, tonight's edition, of course, of Friday Night SmackDown. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will be bringing you, of course, the results of our NXT US Million Dollar Championship poll match. Of course, of course, a, little, a couple of little delays here and there because of 
the situation with our pay-per-view prediction center page. We did get that match, uh, of course, going, and we do have, we do hopefully have some official results here, of course, tonight. And we'll be bringing those here to you. Plus, also, of course, we hope to hear from some more folks uh, tonight um, about a lot of things going on here in the world of wrestling here. Uh, we hope to hear from, of course, everyone from, as we said, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Also, we hope to hear from the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, as well as the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, among um, among many other folks here, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> Including, I mean, we'd love to hear what you have to say here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get started, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, our opening theme tonight was, of course, being painted was our way, of course, uh, we were going to do this last night on Wolfpack, but due to uh, we were unable to pull the theme, get the music ready to go in time to start up Wolfpack last night. So we did this tonight, of course, as a fitting tribute to one of the many wrestling talents that we did actually lose here this week, of course. That being, of course, <clears throat> one half of the legendary tag team, the Midnight Express, beautiful Bobby Eaton. As you know, he passed away. Uh, a couple of days ago, I believe, at the age of 62, of course, are still our, our thoughts and prayers are with his family, his friends, and his many, many fans, of course, over the years. Uh, a wonderful talent, of course, here indeed, died, passed on way too soon. Um, uh, extraordinary talent, of course, very underrated, by the way. Um, this man <clears throat> deserves, of course deserves as many accolades as possible of course last night we did talk about <clears throat> obviously of course we did talk about a lot a lot of uh super current superstars and of course some some organizations of course including impact and the nwa uh paying their tributes of paying their tributes of course to <clears throat> to to uh, mr eaton last night uh, and of course, I'm sure there'll be probably more more tributes coming in. Of course, from a lot of guys, from a lot of folks here that did, of course, have the opportunity to to get advice from Mr. Eaton that actually got to wrestle with and against Mr. Eaton, uh, um, and just and and like I said, just a a great great personality. Of course, he will be greatly missed. Of course, here indeed, um, as we said. Of course, we did we did lose several others, including of course. Uh, legendary promoter Burt Prentice, also of course the father, real life father of former WCW and WWE referee Nick Patrick. Of course, I'm talking about the assassin Jody Hamilton, and also, <clears throat> also I believe I believe his um, I believe his I believe the gentleman's name was Ted Levine. I think it was Levin. I think it was. I'm not sure. Forgive me if I got the name wrong. But of course, uh, he actually wrestled a little bit just to earn money because to, earn, to become a well-known illustrator. And he was a he was a dynamite, dynamite dynamite illustrator, of course. Here, indeed, of course, he did wrestle back in the '60s and all. But a great competitor, also here as well. But like I said, four great personalities in the early days of wrestling. Of course, we have lost and a real, real blow, of course, to the wrestling universe, indeed. Let's go ahead and get underway here, ladies and gentlemen, with 411 Mania. As we always say, of course, we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, of course, don't forget NWO Wolfpack, as well as Raw Radio Outside the Ropes, 
Power Hour for WCWS this morning, <clears throat> as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, as well as, of course, Sports Machine. And hopefully we get to incorporate some of 411 Mania into some more of our shows that we hope to get back on the air very, very soon here in the second half of 2021. And we do have several interesting stories here, of course, for, for you tonight. Let's go ahead and get them get them underway here. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas has our first story as we have some results from some dark matches that took place, of course, from SmackDown. Two dark matches took place before this week's episode of SmackDown. PW Insider reported the following bouts took place for the crowd before the show went live. Uh, first off, Keith Lee defeated Austin Theory with the Spirit Bomb. And Dakota Kai pinned Alayla. So there you have it there with, uh, like I said, with <clears throat> with that here. So let's see what else we have here on the table. Uh, one story had obviously just coming in here. Of course, I'm sure uh, everyone's been keeping up with the uh, Olympics in Tokyo. Of course, Blake LaBelle has this story. As we've had an, up, an update to this, let's go ahead and bring in the original story. Original story was amateur wrestler Gable Stevenson put together a stunning comeback to capture gold in the 125-kilogram men's freestyle at the Tokyo Olympics. Trailing by four points with just 10 seconds remaining, Stevenson quickly rallied to ultimately score the improbable victory. WWE took to Twitter to congratulate Stevenson, who has openly expressed his interest in joining the company, of course, on the incredible accomplishments that have been posted here today. Incredible. Congratulations at Gable Stevenson. Hashtag Tokyo 2020. Hashtag Tokyo Olympics. Stevenson previously appeared at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, and his brother Bobby is currently training at the WWE Performance Center. Paul Heyman said in a recent interview with The Athletic that he could see Stevenson becoming a household name and having a legendary career. Now, here's the updated story. Gable Stevenson created an Olympic moment for himself today, and Triple H and Paul Heyman took to social media to comment. As, no, as noted, Stevenson won the gold medal in the men's freestyle 125-kilogram class on Friday by getting two takedowns in less than 10 seconds. Of course, there's some reactions here from uh, the game, Triple H, and also Paul Heyman right here. Stevenson, who, who, who has not been shy by his love of WWE and his hopes to work for the company, said, as noted by Star Tribune Sports, he says, I put on a good show. People are going to remember the name Gable Stepson that won the Olympic Heavyweight Championship. Triple H congratulated Stepson on the win and called him a machine, while Heyman wrote, Gable Stepson wins Olympic gold, hashtag Paul Heyman guy, at Gable Stepson captures hashtag Olympic gold, in the most dramatic fashion imaginable. <clears throat> Heyman also tagged WWE, Triple H, Bobby Lashley, and others. <clears throat> Triple H said on Twitter, 10 points in two minutes, 8-0 victory over reigning champ, gold medal match next, legends falling, legends being made, at Gable Stepson equals machine, hashtag Team USA, hashtag Tokyo Olympics. Triple H also said a gold medal celebration. Congratulations to at Gable Stepson on his performance at the hashtag Tokyo, Tokyo Olympics. Focused until the last second, another gold meal for at, for at USA Wrestling and hashtag Team USA. Paul Heyman wrote, Gable Stepson wins Olympic gold. Hashtag Paul Heyman guy at Gable Stepson 
captures hashtag Olympic gold in the most dramatic fashion imaginable at WWE, at Triple H, at Bobby underscore Stepson, at WWE on Fox, at BT Sport WWE, at Ariel Helwani, at NBC Sports, at uh, Jacob Jacob U. So, so who knows? We may end up seeing this man, of course, compete in the WWE. We'll have to wait and see about how about about of course what what happens of course for this young man here next <clears throat> but uh very impressive of course victory of course in, indeed our next story here <clears throat> jeremy thomas posted this story today as aew officially files a trademark for aew dark elevation AEW has filed a trademark for one of its shows, put in the application for AEW Dark Elevation this week. FIFO reports that the company filed for the trademark on the Monday YouTube show's full name back on August the 3rd. The USPTO's test search shows that the company already had a trademark for AEW Elevation, which was filed on December 16th and published for opposition in June. There are also registered trademarks for AEW Dark, AEW Dynamite, Mm -hmm and AEW Rampage, but an application for the full AEW Dark Elevation name has not been filed before now. Of course, you can read the description, of course, just like how, <coughs> excuse me, just like how it was, uh, of course, how they always worded, of course, from the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Mm, sorry about that here, folks. You, uh, 411 Mania is, of course, providing live coverage tonight. Of, of SmackDown, you can check out what they have to say about it. If you like to come on, if you like to go to four, come to 411mania.com and pull up where it says join 411's live WWE SmackDown coverage. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this story as well as NWA Extra Power episode results. A new television champion was crowned and more. NWA released this extra power episode on Friday afternoon, and the full episodes are online, including the crown of a new TV champion. Of course, here are the results, along with, of course, the live stream. Nick Aldis defeated Odinson. Tim Storm defeated Jordan Clearwater. May Valentine interviews Camille and Tom Latimer with their dog, Yuki, and asks Camille about her title win. She says she's been very proud and happy and likes keeping it around her waist. Asking about his falling short, his attempt to win the tag team titles, Latimer rants about the finish, and Kratos, and Kratos is a bad person for his low blow on Crimson. He said that the champs were not real champions and acknowledges that they did the smart thing to retain, knowing that it happened on his watch and he doesn't like it. They're asked about their wedding plans, and Camille says they haven't finished on finished the list, but she has her dress picked out, and it's white. They said that Thunder Rosa, Kratos, and Aaron Stevens won't be coming, and said it'll be very exclusive. They do, they do say Billy Corgan is very much invited and will have his own special chair. They talked about the conspiracy theory Billy has against him. The Latimer saying it's obvious and typical Billy, who is scared he's going to lose his promotion to them. They take offense to, to May, saying Billy gave Camille a big opportunity in the women's title match. Also, Tyrus defeated the Pope to officially become the new NWA television champion. Now, we have not posted this here yet here, folks. 
So what we will do is we will post this episode of NWA's Extra Power uh, on our NWA US Built on Tradition Facebook page. So anybody can go back and take a look at this full ep- take a look at this episode. Being posted alongside some of the most classic NWA moments of all time, obviously. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today as Finn Balor talks about John Cena taking the SummerSlam match. Finn pretty much said, I would have done the same. Finn Balor gets why John Cena took his shot and signed the contract that was initially Balor's to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Balor spoke with WWE, D-Walk, which I believe is uh, an international uh, channel, for a new interview and discussed Cena signing the contract on last week's SmackDown after Baron Corbin attacked the Prince. Uh, of course, you can check out some highlights right here for Fightful. On if he was upset that Cena signed the contract, Balor says, of course, but in the same situation, I'm sure I would have done the same. I have to respect that and respect the approach he came with. I do believe that myself and Roman have unfinished business. Roman accepted the challenge. It may not be SummerSlam, but I'm sure we'll get down to business once Roman and John is handled. On which of the two he'd rather face after SummerSlam, Balor says, I'm not sure the possibility of a triple threat is off the cards right now, so we could somehow finale that. Finagle that, it would be fantastic. If not, the one reason I'm in tonight down is to become Universal Champion. Roman Reigns is who I want. I've wrestled John before and wrestled Roman before. What I want is to become the Universal Champion. So basically, it sounds like, ladies and gentlemen, what he's pretty much saying is it doesn't matter who's holding the belt. That's what he wants. He simply wants the belt. Our next story here, as Jeremy Thomas posted this, as Al Snow was interviewed, by saying wrestlers don't perform for fans anymore and are too worried about getting over. Al Snow has some strong opinions about the current state of wrestling during his recent interview on the In My House podcast. Snow appeared on the show to talk about the current state of the business, his favorite people to work with, and more. The show sent along some highlights that you can check check out right here, but I'm going to read them right here too. On wrestlers not caring about fans, Al says that the talent aren't performing for you anymore. That's the fact. They're not going in the ring and wrestling for you. Your opinion doesn't matter. They are wrestling for each other, trying to impress each other. And they are wrestling for that small group of people that write a report and give them a critical acclaim. And so either it was really a good match or, or it was a bad match. That's the truth. That's why the talent are so caught up in, in today and in the locker room, calling every single second not living them in the moment, not reacting to each other, to the referee, not interacting with the audience like they used to. They're so concerned that they're going to forget the next thing that's coming up, and they're scared to death <clears throat> that they're going to make a mistake. It's not that it's not that you'll notice it because you won't. It's that somebody in the back will notice it and will call them out on it, or someone who's writing a report will notice <clears throat> that they made a mistake or they did a botch. You can't botch anything unless you expose the wrestling. The lie, if you ruin the illusion, that's, only, that's the only way you can make a mistake. Otherwise, there's no way to do it. It's not possible because you can make and create everything you want to make and create, and you're only limited by your own imagination and creativity as long as, as, it, as, long as it's within the context of a competition, as long as you're trying to still win and not lose. Also, on talent worrying too much about getting over, Al says, they got a lot of talent get, I think a lot of talent get caught up in that, because if they don't win or win on a consistent basis, they feel like they're being buried. 
that's the audience that's the, that that the audience will view them as something less than <clears throat> when the nothing could be further from the truth when you go out there in the ring whether you win or lose it's your opportunity to get yourself over meaning to connect with that audience and make them want to see you again and you know you don't have to go over meaning to win to get over you know there are plenty of people that you know you're a good example if you if you like say a good example would be tommy dreamer in ecw you know he didn't win a match the whole time he was in ecw until there at the end he fought and he fought not wanted to win win it but he didn't want to win the ecw title and screw up his track record but he was massively over in ecw as the you know as tommy dreamer and that's this just goes to prove that you don't have to necessarily win you don't have to go go over to get over one of his favorite people to work with al says it is hard because there are so many bob holly was always fun you know very physical chris candido chris benoit you know there were many older ones that you that you that you guys wouldn't know you know there was doug williams christian from edgy christian we call it like a night off with a lot of those guys because they're so easy and effortless and then there are other guys that's like pulling teeth because it's just painful and it's just a morning process you know where you just can't you can't you just can't you know jive regal i used to love to work with regal that was so easy i got one time with fit finley and we didn't speak before we didn't speak in the ring but it was awesome you know we had the wrestlers in the back come out watching because they were buying into it a name very 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 brought up you know was brad armstrong george south what an incredibly talented man that guy is so underappreciated as an act as an actual worker also of course now of course ladies and gentlemen you can go ahead ahead and uh, we'll be posting this interview in the interview wws interview corner page if you wish to of course check that out Of course, we did talk about the M, the Empower uh, YouTube special here. Jeremy Thomas posted this today, as of course NWA and NWA did announce, and they did have this a, a TV title match and more for tonight's Extra Power YouTube special. The NWA, of course, is hosting a special edition of X, did host a special edition of Extra Power tonight on their YouTube channel, and they announced, and, and of course, they did announce matches for the show. The company announced on, on Friday that the show is taking place in celebration of selling out NWA 73 and Nick Aldis holding the NWA World Heavyweight title for 1,000 days. The show will air at 6.05 p.m. Eastern, 3.05 p.m. Pacific on YouTube and will feature the Pope defending the TV title against Tyrus. The Pope will get an NWA World Heavyweight title match if he wins. The full card is below. The TV title, the Pope versus Tyrus, a, a non- a non-title match, Nick Aldis versus o- Odinson, Tim Storm versus Jordan Clearwater, and Mae Valentine did speak, of course, with Camille and Tom Latimer. And, <clears throat> and of course, like I said, there are a couple of tweets they're talking about it here. So, so <clears throat> sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, someone was hitting me up on Messenger, but right now at this time whatever it is they're going to have to wait because i am still in the middle of talking about bringing up some wrestling news so they're going to have to wait here for just a few minutes uh jeremy thomas posted this story here uh today as former nxt referee drake Wirtz is now running for the florida house of representatives 
Following his release from WWE, controversial former NXT referee Drake Wirtz is headed to an even less grounded line of work, and that is politics. Wirtz took to Instagram on Friday to declare his candidacy for the 30th District of the Florida House of Representatives. Wirtz is granted in a district that includes Orange County and Seminole County and features such cities as Orlando, which is where the, the Performance Center is, also Winter Park, Florida, where Full Sail University is, and also others. The district elected Democrat Joy Goff Marcel in 2021, winning 53% of the vote and unseating Republican Bob Cortez. She won by the same margin in a rematch against Cortez last year. Works was released by WWE alongside a crop of NXT talents in May. Works' release came at a time that he, where, when he had been generating significant heat against himself backstage for, for a variety of issues, perhaps most notably his outspoken views against pandemic protection protection including max mask and vaccinations he shared text messages from john laurinitis about wwe's policies regarding the pandemic and accused wwe of tyrannical overreach uh works wrote this in his instagram post as it said i'm happy to announce my candidacy for florida state representatives in district 30. the land we love has changed in recent years we've seen our liberties and rights be stripped away at the quake of others fears We've been told that it's selfish to defend our God-given rights. We've seen leaders become sheep and men become lions. We have seen Florida rise to lead a nation. Our way of life that we hold so dearly is now at risk of being overtaken by the Marcus left. As a Christian, a family man, and a community leader, I'm answering the call to rise up and defend our great state by representing the hardworking constituents of District 30. God has put us here for such a time as this. As a Make America Great Again Republican and a, hold, and a bold conservative, I'll be the warrior our state needs to push back against the radical left. Together, we'll fight to prevent medical tyranny, expand school choice, protect our Second Amendment rights, and ensure election integrity. However, the most vulnerable in, the most vulnerable in our state are the 74,000-plus baby Floridians that are being murdered every year in the, in the barbaric act of abortion. As the first abolitionist candidate in Florida, I will file legislation to abolish, not regulate the murder of pre-born children and make Florida the first abortion-free state in our nation. To support our campaign, donate and find out how and more about our platform, visit at www.votedrake.com. Keep Florida great. Of course, he posted, a, of course, his picture now on Instagram, of course, it looks like it obviously it is a uh, um, a political poster mostly with his family. So be sure to like say if you wish to do that, go go and uh, give it a shot. Our next story here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here today as Major League Wrestling ships November taping from Chicago to Philadelphia. Major League Wrestling has moved the location for its November TV tapings eastward, announcing they will take place in Philadelphia. The company announced on Friday that the November 6th taping originally set for Chicago will now emanate from the 2300 Arena in Philly. Ticket holders for the Chicago taping will receive a refund through Evenbrite, with refunds also available at all points of purchase. According to PW Insider, the location move is due to the new streaming deal that is set to be announced soon. The deal is set to be a big one for the company, and the reason why my MLW Fusion episodes were removed from YouTube. Tickets for the Philadelphia date will go on sale on October 2nd. 
the date of MLW's return to the 2300 arena. Sorry, folks, someone else was also sending me some, some more information there as well. These gentlemen, of course, as I asked, will, will this have to wait because I am in the middle of taking care of some news. Joseph Lee posted this story here as John Moxley denies being involved with Qatar Pro Wrestling. Qatar Pro Wrestling has been advertising an event called Super Slam 3, which will feature several big names like Braun Strowman and the Reunited Nation of Domination. However, one talent that is advertised for the show says he has nothing to do with it. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, John Moxley has said that he has not spoken to anyone from, from QPW and has no plans to go to the Middle East anytime soon. Speaking of that streaming deal for Major League Wrestling, Joseph Lee posted this story as there is an update on the rumored Major League Wrestling streaming deal and when an announcement may happen. I believe I just now made it, but I'll just go and read the story. As 411 Mania did previously uh, report, Major League Wrestling reportedly did close a deal with a streaming service, which was said to be a big one for the company. While the initial report said the announcement would happen at the end of the summer, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that it will be made next week. The deal is expected to include two different one-hour shows, one for Major League Wrestling Fusion and one for Azteca Underground. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here today as there is a note on talent that may not be available for this year's New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that due to quarantine restrictions, it's unlikely that several wrestlers will be available for this year's New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Tournament. The tournament runs from September 18th to October 21st, and at this time it seems that Juice Robinson, David Finley, and Jay White will not be taking part. It had been previously known that foreign towns were unhappy about quarantine restrictions every time they went back, so it seems New Japan Pro Wrestling is booking them on American shows for right now. As you know, obviously they are they've been featured, of course, on Impact Wrestling. And Jeremy Thomas has our last story, of course, right here, as as we do have an update on Adam Cole's WWE status heading into SummerSlam. Adam Cole's contract may still be in flux, but he is still he is reportedly set to work with them through SummerSlam. Fightful Select has confirmed that though he has not been offered a new long-term contract yet, he has agreed to sign he has agreed and signed to a short-term extension that takes him through SummerSlam weekend. As has been reported, WWE has yet to sign Cole, though the report notes that he still has a positive relationship with those atop NXT, and there is a lot of mutual respect there. There, Of course, obviously, there has also been some, there was some talk, of course, even coming from uh, from several sources here through our own Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, that there's a possibility that he may possibly go to AEW, Possibly, of course, like I said, being alongside his girlfriend or wife or whoever it is, of course, as you know, the current holder of the AEW women's belt, and that's Dr. Dennis Baker. Uh, <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with your wrestling news and views here, of course, here for tonight. We do thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read those read those stories of course here tonight we also of course thank our friends 
at 411 Mania. I mean, we also, of course, give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, of course, here, King Ice. Of course, King and W.O., Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. <clears throat> and, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the mess, what you, as I said before, we had a couple of our guys send me send some, some messages here just, just here um, through Messenger on Facebook just a few moments ago. Uh, one of which was the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the other being the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, I do believe John was kind of, in a way, uh, kind of backing up what Justin was, is, is, is just now, um, is just now brought to our attention here. Apparently, several superstars here, folks, have officially been released. Um, more superstars, obviously. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get to that uh, stuff, um, <clears throat> apparently, like I said, it looks like most of them are either 205 Live or uh, NXT superstars. And apparently, it seems to be in the form of Tyler Rust, who I believe was a part of the Diamond Mind stable. Also, Jake Atlas, uh, Bobby Fish, Leon Ruff, Mercedes Martinez, and Bronson Reed. So, uh, so folks, uh, so, uh, so it looks like, of course, here, looks like, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, looks like, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, that, um, as I did hear from Justin here, is that Vince has really pretty much done it again. Uh, more lot, it's, it's, it's starting to seem, ladies and gentlemen, this is starting to become a real big time. Uh, starting to really become a real big time pattern here. Uh, that it looks like, uh, That obviously, of course, Vince is like I said, obviously doing doing something here, and apparently, uh, probably, I guess it is, somehow it involves money, and I think the only way that he can try to save it up as much money as he can, do and doing whatever the heck it is. Apparently, what he's having to do is he's saving money by letting a lot of superstars go, and so. So ladies and gentlemen, it seems like, like I said, WWE is going to be without any talent here very, very soon. Either that or they're just going to work with like possibly like a handful of superstars and they're going to 
expect of this handful of superstars to carry the whole booming company. So it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, that Vince McMahon has really gone off the deep end. My own personal, in my own personal point of view. So, so Vince, like I said here before, all you're simply doing is just hurting yourself by letting a lot of this prime talent go. And you're just giving, you're just giving apparently, ladies and gentlemen, you're, you're apparently Vince, what you're simply doing is that you're just giving ammunition to other companies like AEW, Ring of Honor, in the NWA, Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, and all the independent promotions by letting some of these these unique pieces, unique talent, unique uh, individuals, of course, go. And regardless of what you may think, that, what, what you you say, whatever you think you're doing, uh, we all the fans actually know ten times more than you do. And the next thing you know, you you're not going to have anybody, of course, buy buy any tickets for your show. You're not going to have anybody come and um, um, pick up your pay-per-views. Your subscri- subscriptions to Peacock are going to pretty much go through the roof. And all these networks are going to drop you like a bad habit because I think it's pretty much academic that you have pretty much kind of lost lost your stroke here, of course, here in the wrestling business. And you got a lot of other guys here, including, of course, obviously, uh, Cody Rhodes and Court Bauer and Scott D'Amore, um, Billy Corgan and all. You've got a lot of these guys. Looking, uh, looking like uh, that, uh, getting ready to wet their whistle and try to take that top spot away from you. And it looks like at some point, Vince, it's going to end up happening because you're just simply tearing yourself apart. That's my, that's my, that's my personal, uh, that's my, of course, personal uh, point of view on that. Uh, huh. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Start with that, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're trying to get we're trying to get up gather up here. Um. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, it looks like for the most, I guess we'll just have to use like so a little bit of credit here from, uh, apparently we have a page here from, the, we have, of course, some of your history here, but apparently this is from when it was printed from the same page. It was printed last year, but nevertheless here, let's just go ahead and just give you just what, let's give you this right here. This is all to give you a little bit of an idea. I want to say 1993 at a house show. In Sheffield, England, Hulk Hogan defeats champion Yokozuna by DQ. This would prove to be Hogan's last match under the WWF banner until his return to the company in February of 2002. On a state in the year 2001, Tajiri defeated X-Pac on Monday Night Raw to win the WWF light heavyweight title. It was his only run with the belt, and he lost it back to X-Pac two weeks later. And on a state in 2007, Vince McMahon returned to Monday Night Raw after the uh, who killed McMahon angle was dropped. McMahon set up a 20-man battle royal to determine who would be named the general manager of Raw. 
The Battle Royal, unfortunately, was won by William Regal. And, of course, he started doing the thing with the lights off thing and all that stuff, and it really started to piss a lot of people off. We have four birthdays to bring you here today, ladies and gentlemen. Today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been today, I believe this gentleman has passed on. Uh, and, but just in case if he hasn't, I'll just go ahead and say today we want to wish a very happy 79th birthday to Jimmy Valiant. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy what would have been his, let's see. Uh, give me just a second here, folks. Let's look at this. Uh, mm-hmm. Today would have been the 74th birthday of former of the, of WWF superstar Dino Bravo. As you know, unfortunately, of course, sadly, uh, Dino is no longer with us. Of course, as you know, he passed away due to being murdered. Of course, it has still has not been solved to this very day. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy let's see, 35th birthday to Bram. And also, we want to wish a very happy 34th birthday to Jetta. So, happy birthday to Jimmy Valiant, Dino Bravo, Bram, and Jetta here today. Let's go ahead here, folks, and bring you, of course, some uh, pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, here for today. Uh, let's see here. On a state in 1661, the Treaty of the Hague is signed whereby the Dutch Republic sells New Holland, that of course it would be later renamed Brazil, for 63 tons of gold to Portugal. On a state in 1890, at Auburn Prison in New York, murderer William Kemmler becomes the first person to be executed by the electric chair. On this day in 1945, the atomic bomb was dropped on the Japanese city of Hiroshima by the U.S. B-29 superfortress known as the Enola Gay. On this day in 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson signs the Voting Rights Act prohibiting voting discrimination against minorities. And on this date in 1991, Tim Berners-Lee releases files describing his idea for the World Wide Web. WWW debuts as a publicly available service on the internet. Uh, also in state 1926, the movie Don Juan, starring the late John Barrymore, is released by Warner Brothers. The first feature-length film to utilize the Vitaphone sound on this sound system with a synchronized music score and sound effects. <clears throat> on state 1996, the punk rock band The Ramones performed for the very last time at the Palace in Hollywood. And on this day in 1948, Dutch super athlete Fanny Blankers-Cohen wins at the wins the London Olympics 200 meter in 24.4 seconds to become the first woman to claim three individual track and field gold at, a, at an Olympic Games, having already won the 100 meter and 80 meter hurdles. 
On his date in 1996, NASA announces that life may have existed on Mars after examining meteorite ALH-84001, which was thought to be from the planet Mars. Uh, let's see here. Some notable, uh, some notable birthdays here to talk about here today. Uh, let's see. They would have been the 212th birthday of uh, of uh, author Alfred uh, Tennyson. They also, ladies and gentlemen, would have been the 160th birthday of Edith Roosevelt. They would also have been the 140th birthday of Alexander Fleming. Also, today would have been the 110th birthday of legendary comedian and actress Lucille Ball. Today would have also been the 93rd birthday of artist Andy Warhol. Uh, Now, Alfred Tennyson passed away in 1892. Edith Roosevelt passed away in 1948. Alexander Fleming passed away in 1955. Lucille Ball sadly passed away in 1989. Andy Warhol passed away in 1987. And basketball great David Robinson, of course, the Admiral, today is 56 years old. I want to say 1964, Prometheus, the world's oldest tree aged at least 4,862 years old, is accidentally cut down in Nevada. I want to say 1953, NHL goaltender Terry Salchuk, who was 23 at the time, marries Patricia, Patricia Ann Morey. I want to say 1968, children's author Dr. Seuss, who was 64 at the time, marries his second wife, Audrey Stone Diamond. And on a state in 1983, film director Felipe de Broca, who was 50 at the time, marries actress Margot Kidder, who was 34 at the time in France. As you know, Margot Kidder, best known for playing Lois Lane in the Superman movies, starring the late Christopher Reeve. Uh, some notable passings here on this date today. Uh, ben Johnson uh, passed away on this date in 1637. Paul Batista passed away on this date in 1973. Paul VI passed away on this date in 1978. Legendary broadcaster Harry Reasoner passed away on this date in 1991. Legendary musician Rick James, who, of course, well known for the song Super Freak, of course, and also um, kind of has something to do with the Eddie Murphy song Party All the Time, by the way, passed away on this date in 2004. And legendary golfer Louise Suggs passed away on this date in 2015. Um, uh, on this date in 1859, um, a uh, an ad came out saying that a pill will will uh, will cure you. 
Uh, of course, saying not well. Take a Beecham's pill was often the advice. So popular that it was that. So popular was it that nobody doubted it. Doubted its extravagant claim in the world's first advertising slogan. This was the very first advertising slogan to come place take place. It was on this day in 1859. Now we go to your movies and television history and birthdays. As you said, 1926, the movie Don Juan. Uh, Released by Warner Brothers, it did star the late John Barrymore, who is a distant relative of actress uh, Drew Barrymore, by the way. This was the first feature-length movie to utilize the Vitaphone sound on disc sound system with a synchronized musical score and sound effects. On, say, 1932, the first ever Venice Film Festival opens, which is the world's oldest film festival. On, say, 1939, was the first broadcast of the Dinah Shore show on NBC radio. On say 1954, WLAC, now WTVF, TV Channel 5, in Nashville, Tennessee, which is a CBS affiliate, <clears throat> begins broadcasting. Uh, on say 1956, after going bankrupt in 1955, the American National Broadcaster Dumont Television Network makes its final broadcast which is a boxing match from St. Nicholas Arena. I want to say in 1960, Chubby Checker, no, not Justin, but Chubby Checker performs his version of Hank Ballard's The Twist on the Dick Clark Show, which was start, which started a worldwide dance craze. I want to say in 1971, the third San Diego Comic-Con International opens at Muir College, which is located at the University of California. And I want to say in 1987, the 20th San Diego Comic-Con International opens at the Holiday Inn. As we said here today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> um, like I said, uh, today would have been, like I said, the 110th birthday of actress-comedian Lucille Ball. She passed away in 1989. And also today would have been the 93rd birthday of artist Andy Warhol. He passed away in 1987. And today is a happy 59th birthday to actress Michelle Yeoh, Yeoh, Yeoh I believe, who I, who I believe, like I said, I think she was part of uh, of a couple of the recent Star Trek series. I think Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard, I believe. Also, like we said on this day, 1991, we lost legendary uh, TV newsman uh, Harry Reasoner, who was on 60 Minutes for a long time, by the way. Uh, on the state in 1983, film director Felipe de Broca, who was 50 at the time, marries actress Margot Kidder, who, as, who, as we said, of course, was known as Lois Lane in the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, uh, marries her in France, and she was 34 years old at the time when they got married. And on the state in 2005, legendary Hollywood film producer Robert Evans, who was 75 at the time, marries Lady Victoria White, who was 42 at the time, at the one and only Palmilla Resort in Cabo, in Cabo, of course, San, San Lucas. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Now let's go to your music uh, uh, history and birthdays right here. I want to say 1947, the first performance of Villa Lobos Bacianas Brasalas number eight. On say 1965, the Beatles released their fifth UK album entitled Help. On say 1973, CB Wonder was involved as a 
in a car crash as a passenger, or, and he goes into a four-day coma. I want to say 1989, O Calcutta Revival closes at Edison Theater, New York City. After 5,959 performances, is deemed Broadway's longest-running musical review. I want to say 1995, damn, Yankees closes at Marquee Theater, New York City after 510 performances. I want to say 1996, punk rock band The Ramones performed for the last time at the Palace in Hollywood. And also in the state 2012, the single known as Cruise was released by the group Florida Georgia Line. It is the Billboard Song of the Year for 2013. Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, is that we, we want to wish a very happy 49th birthday. I believe this was one of the Spice Girls, uh, Jerry Horner. It looks just like one of the Spice Girls, I believe. Um, or I'm not sure if I'm not sure if it did, but it looks like one. I'm not sure. Uh, also, we said on this date we lost. Uh, we lost. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> Um, we lost him, of course, on this date here in 2004. Now let's go to your sports history and birthday report here tonight. I want to say in 1890, future Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young throws three-hit ball in his Major League Baseball debut for the Cleveland Spiders in an 8-1 win versus the Chicago Colts. I want to say in 1908, St. Louis Cardinals Johnny Lush pitches his second career no-hitter versus the Brooklyn Superbrus. Wins two to nothing it is the first no hitter of 1906. On a state 1936, Jack Lovelock of New Zealand runs a world record three 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 minutes 47.8 seconds to win the gold medal in the 1500 meter at the Berlin Olympics. On a state 1936, Japanese athletes Quinella the the triple jump at the Berlin Olympics. Nadio Tajima wins gold and Masayo Harada wins the silver. On say 1936, American athlete Forrest, Forrest Towns runs world record 14.1 in the 110-meter hurdles semifinals at the Berlin Olympics. Uh, later, can't match the time, but wins the gold medal in the final. On say 1937, Major League Baseball overturns New York Yankees 7-6 win over the Cleveland Indians because of an error by the umpire. On say 1941, the Detroit Tigers pitcher Al Benton Collects two sacrifices in an inning, a Major League Baseball record, but does win 11-2 versus the Cleveland Indians. And on the say 1945, Australian Test Cricket All-Rounder Keith Miller scores 110 not out for Australian services uh, on day one of drawn fourth victory test against England at Lords. As we said, of course, happy 56th birthday to baseball great, the Admiral himself, David Robinson. And today, ladies and gentlemen, on the day 2015, we lost legendary golfer Luis Suggs. Instead, on the state 1953, NHL goaltender Terry Salchuk, who was 23 at the time, marries Patricia Ann Morey. And on the state in 2007, Houston Rockets center Yao Ming, who was 27 at the time, marries Chinese women's national basketball team member Yi Li who was 26 at the time, at the Pudong Shangri-La Hotel in Shanghai. So, so there you have it right there, ladies and gentlemen, with your 
wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here today. <clears throat> and of course, JD, of course, knows how to get some poutine. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we, of course, also thank once again our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read their wrestling news and views here, of course, here tonight. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. This is, of course, episode number 1025 of WCWS Revolution, of course, here uh, for Friday, August 6, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, here, I uh, here with you here, of course, here tonight, as, of course, we hope we are still, of course, awaiting the arrival of some folks. And I do see we have one person already standing by here, of course, here as well. Actually, we see him right now, even as we speak, he's got a girl sitting in with him in his lap. <clears throat> okay anyway okay yeah i'm just joking anyway of course here ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and bring him in here right now of course first off he is the general manager of wcws fan empire of course here on facebook he is a multiple time title holder in the wcws trivia championship series he is also of course he's also of course our our um our uh <clears throat> also of course brings us our Rest, uh, any additional wrestling history, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, here each and every night, right here on Revolution and also on Wolfpack. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's a member of the Gross and Stuffless uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he does indeed. He just, he just, he's also just like them dressed up this exactly like MC Hammer, and which I have no idea why, who in the world he's talking to right now. But I mean, but, uh, but <clears throat> okay. Anyway, um, but of course, but of, but of course, like I said here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he of course, like I said, is dressed up like MC Hammer here, of course, here tonight with it being Friday night. Uh, um okay uh let me see here uh, he's also of course here like I said ladies and also like I said, he's doing when we doing the twist just like of course here chubby checker uh and also of course here ladies and gentlemen he is of course uh, looks just like arsenio hall and lionel richie and of course ladies and gentlemen, every time he every time you see him of course here if you see that comparison to those two great those two great uh, entertainers, of course, like I said, you have to do aim it towards this man by doing doing something just like this. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to episode number 1025, of course, here of Revolution. It sounds like, of course, he doesn't look like he's, to me, he sounds, look like he's in a very pleasant mood. So we'll hopefully, like I said, of course, get to the bottom of all this. Let's welcome, of course, to the episode number 1025 of Revolution. I give you the one and the only, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir, to Revolution 1025. Thank you very much here, of course, here for joining us tonight. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure, obviously, you did hear some of the stuff I did, of course, obviously mentioned just a moment ago here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh Obviously, of course, I have no idea about who who else this apparently some we have somebody else, but I can't tell as to 
I cannot tell as to who that is. Um, they're just saying the word me. It really set them up. Never um, and obviously, of course, whoever that was has has left. I'm not sure who that was, but obviously they were just probably just observing by what we're talking about, I guess. Uh, yeah, of course, obviously, Justin, we, I did, I, I did, uh, you and John both at the same time while we, I was actually reading the news, came in at the exact same time and told me, of course, obviously the same story. But it seems like that, it seems like obviously here that, uh, that, uh, I have no idea why that keeps happening. Um, Apparently there are there are several superstars that were actually let they were actually let go today. Um, I heard about that. Okay. Um, um, has there been any any updates on any information as to why this was the case? Well, on the releases. Yes. Because, uh, you know, because Vince is a, uh, um, a, a senile old bigoted, bigoted bastard. Well, I mean, we've all known that. But, but I mean, it seems very, very clear here. He's obviously got something big going on here. And apparently... And apparently, like I said, the only way that he's going to probably be able to afford this, whatever the heck this idea is, is by letting go of a lot of prime talent. Uh, so, uh, so I, uh, but of course, but, but of course, obviously, that's all I can really. Uh, that's all I can really say at this at this juncture here. Um, uh, because it seems like every single it seems like every time you turn around, you got people leaving. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just even heard Dakota Kai worked a dark match before SmackDown tonight and defeated Alayla. I mean, is that the way she is that it's a apprentice? Was this was this a match was which they were like saying, you know, this is your last match. Thank you for thank you for your time. Good luck in your future endeavors and sort of thing like that. Is that the only way they were going to wish her wish her well by her having a match on on before SmackDown started and not being able to. And I thought they were going to actually do something with the situation here with uh, currently with her turning on Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, now what does that mean? I mean, Vince McMahon has really screwed up a lot of a lot of interesting storylines here. So I mean, tell me about it. Apparently, apparently here I think Vince has pretty much gone off the rocker. He's been off the rocker for. Obviously, of course, here a very long time. Um, so it's it's very clear and very academic that uh, he's not um, 
he's not obviously he's not he's not running on all four cylinders anymore. He's lucky to even probably be running on one right now at this point. <sighs> but what what is he going to do next? I mean, is he going to or is he wanting to pay the top talent more money? Or they're trying to get more talent in here. I mean, could it have something to do with that that fellow that that won the Tokyo Olympics? Are they trying? Are they want? Are they going? Are they definitely going to sign this fellow once he comes back from Tokyo? Because he's expressed interest in wanting to compete. Whoa, excuse me. Mm. I'm okay now. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> anyway, that was that ginger ale talking, by the way. Man, that really will help you. That will help it definitely clear you out. Mm. Anyway, Justin, any particular uh, thoughts and opinions that you would like to share as far as, of course, tonight's edition of SmackDown is concerned? Anything kind of stood out in your personal opinion? Yeah, I want to say this. Um, I don't know, J. Um, I know um, JD would agree with me on this. I know you would. Um, all right. First of all, Sasha Banks comes out and she says, um, "How um, Sasha, how Bianca Belair has been trying to steal a, hog the spotlight from her and and saying she's disrespectful to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, right. really, Sasha, really." I mean, look who's talking. Let's talk about how you've been booing Becky Lynch. Let's talk about how you've been doing that to so many other female wrestlers. You talk about um, disrespecting, disrespect, um, Bianca Bell disrespecting her, disrespecting you. Why aren't you mm-hmm. talking about, and I listen to you, what, and Sasha, what about this, Sasha, what about uh, how you, you, you listening and you, I hear you t- saying so, uh, how Bianca is hogging the um, spotlight from you. Yeah, you know what, you know what, Sasha, why don't you get over it and just shut the hell up? Let me remind you this, Sasha. Let me remind you this. That was your idea. Your idea to defend the SmackDown Women's title against against um, Bianca Belair in the first place at WrestleMania 37. The better woman won. You can't you can't even have the common courtesy the um the um the uh the um congratulate Bianca and I mean no you you no no you all you had to do was just let your ego get in the way just like 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 Bailey like Charlotte yeah all I say the the um this four um the four four horsemen this crap is they always want to have have the spotlight get in their way. I mean, no, but you know, but you know what, Sasha, you, you, you were, you're, just, you, you, like I say, you even have the common courtesy to um, congratulate, to shake hands, um, be, be, um, Bianca Belair at, at WrestleMania 37. No, you're a jet. You just got jealous. Every, I mean, at, at, on on April 16, 2000, 2021, 
when 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 Caleb Braxton was interviewing you, you 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 um you didn't have to say nothing to say. You just you were just angry. You were upset because you're lost over the SmackDown Women's title. Let me remind you that at the Royal Rumble, she won at, at the Royal Rumble. At the, at the Royal Rumble means that um the winner the winning Royal Rumble has to get the main event WrestleMania. Let me remind you that because that happened since ever since 1993, three Sasha, and, went, and ever, ever since like 2019, um, 18, we had, we had the first women's Royal Rumble match, and uh, Oscar had her um. Um, Oscar lived her dream. It's it is this is it's when it's women wrestling. Why don't you cannot can you give give her give you can at least just give Sasha I mean Bianca Bella the respect that she deserves, and and suck it and and, and get over it. Suck it up. You lost at WrestleMania, so why don't you get over it and stop being jealous, and and look in the mirror. Now I want to get into another one about tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Seth Rollins. Tonight, Seth Rollins, he had the nerve and the audacity to, um, and he had a nerve, he had to cross the line about Edge, Edge's wife, um, Beth Phoenix and his, and his kids. Really, Seth Rollins, look who's talking. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't, like you, you, like you don't know, you don't have, like you and your, your wife, Becky, don't have a baby, have a baby together. Is this coming from a um, from a piece of shit who who do, who has a has a has a who's has a, a little baby name baby with, with his wife, um, whose wife Becky Becky Lynch just gave birth to and you have and you you have a child already. That was way very low, but you know I can tell you this I can tell you this, um, 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 Seth Rollins, I hope Edge kicks uh-huh. your ass at SummerSlam. And you know what? And also, and, and, and you know, I'm really about Bianca Belair. I'm really glad that she brought up, brought, um, brought everything she said said about um, um, Bianca, um, Sasha, um, Sasha, because she, she was right. But what she said, the better woman, and it's the same thing I said that the better woman um, won at WrestleMania 37. And what else? Um, no, the ending, the ending of SmackDown, really. Upset me would mean um, um, Finn Balor walked into a trap. We um, um, we saw that in, it was Usos attack attack um his his cousins. The Usos attack him from behind, and Roman Reigns joined it joined it in the attack. You know what? I I'm hopefully I hope this they this um they, they make this happen. A triple threat match: Cena versus Reigns versus Balor at Smack SummerSlam. That's um. That's, that's what should have happened because we because we just saw what happened in SmackDown, right? And what uh, what else? Um, what else? Um, I'm really glad. Take I'm really glad taking um, Knox got a one from Tamina, and um. That's uh, all I can say is that um, tonight wasn't that good, and that's it. Okay. Right. Um, well, that's what I've also I've also been saying all along here too. I mean, what they really need to do here 
you've got, as I said, been saying, of course, concerning the universal title situation, is that you got two guys that 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 you know, you know, of course, obviously, you got two guys wanting that Roman Reigns, but one of them just wants Roman Reigns, regardless if it, if the if if it's a title match or not. And the other one wants him because he wants the belt. So I say, you know, why not? Like I said, regardless of whatever the outcome is, I mean, somebody would walk out of SummerSlam with the belt. I mean, Roman could retain it, or Cena could win it, become a 17-time world champion. But of course, he would also be satisfied knowing that he was able to kick Roman Reigns' hind end. But then Balor, obviously, of course, would obviously would you know, uh, have some redemption because he would be able to, of course, like I said, right a wrong from several years ago and being and finally being able to pick up the one the, the one belt that he never had a chance to really defend because of only holding it for like 24 hours before he had to even get had to relinquish it right away, you know, because he got hurt. So, I mean... But obviously, obviously, of course, our story that I read on 411 Mania here is that Finn Balor was interviewed about this, and Finn says it didn't matter to him, you know, that obviously, of course, while he was a little bit down about the situation that took place last week, that ultimately led to John Cena signing the contract for and becoming the man to face Roman for the Universal Belt at SummerSlam, that while he, yes, he might have been a little bit down about that, but of course, he said he probably would have done the same thing, and he and he's even, of course, put it right there. He doesn't really; it doesn't matter to him if he has to wrestle Roman for it, or or obviously if he if he has to uh, if he had to wrestle uh, John Cena for it. The thing about it is the only thing that mattered to him was obviously. He wants to become the universal champion. That's the only thing that really matters to him. He just wants the belt. That's all he wants. So, I mean, the thing about it is, is that, you know, you know, like I said, the fans, I'm sure, obviously, I'm sure that the WWE Universe has really, really pushing at the bit here with, of course, obviously, you got about 15 more days, a little more than two weeks before this show takes place. And they haven't done a blooming thing to actually make it into to make it into what the fans would actually like to see. And what the fans would actually like to see is that they would like to see, you know, if Roman Reigns wants to be called the greatest wrestler of all time, why not let him? Of course, if he wants to, if he wants to, of course, uh, be a dynamite uh, performer here, of course, here and go down as one of the greatest champions of all time in his eyes, why not put him in that situation and let him test himself out? And if he gets by, if he's able to get by Finn Balor, and if he's able to get by John Cena, because all three men have wrestled each other in, in, in different forms here and there, so it's not like, you know, it's a new thing. I mean, it's been a while since I'm sure that each of them have faced each other. But like I said before, let's let's see let let's see if Roman talks a good game, you know, let's let him let's let him of course try to prove it. 
Because, I mean, the thing about it is, is that that arrogant attitude of his has really kind of has really kind of knocked him down to a level of you know, of hatred among the WWE universe. You got a lot of people that back up Roman that still like Roman, but of course Roman is becoming like another version of John Cena. They have always wanted Roman to obviously go back and become like a heel because he worked ten times better as a heel, and now that he is, apparently a lot of people seem to like him a little bit more. But like I said, of course. You know, you know that. I mean, they liked Cena in the beginning, whenever he was, you know. But they, of course, obviously, they didn't like guys like back in the day when Hogan became uh, from a baby face to a heel. You know that. You know, during the WCW days, you know. So a lot of comparisons have been made to that in some respects, as far as Cena is concerned. But I mean, I'm not saying I'm the one that's made the comparisons. I've been hearing it from other people. So. Why not actually give the fans exactly what they want to see? I think what they pretty much want to see is they want to see Roman defend the Universal title. A lot of people want to see Roman lose the Universal title. And further and furthermore, they want to they want, like I said, regard and I don't think really, as far as the fans are concerned, I don't think it makes any difference if Finn or Cena defeated Roman Reigns fourth. My bottom line here is pure and simple. I think they just want to get some they want somebody to take the belt off of Roman Reigns. Because Roman does not deserve to be holding it right now, but because of because of the way he's been the way he has been here lately here holding that belt. The fact that Heyman's trying to turn him into another Brock Lesnar or CM Punk and all that. So I mean we're just going to have to wait and see what happens here. There's 15 more days, Vince. Once you start making, once you start making a grand play here, and once you, like I said, if you really, if you really want to try to stay on top here in the wrestling business, but you're losing your footing as of right now, why not, of course, give the fans what they ultimately want to see, and what the fans ultimately want to see is pure and simple. They want to see Roman. Defend that belt against Finn Balor and John Cena. That's what they want. If you want to have any chance of saving that pay-per-view, then that's going to be your one of your best opportunities right there to get it done. That's, that might save that might save your company, and that might save one of your pay-per-views, especially with it being one of the big four pay-per-views that takes place throughout the whole year. You've already got two out of the way with the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. This is the third one. You got one more in November. So you like I said, come up with something that would really, of course, really blow the roof off of that place in Vegas. Give them something to talk about. Or else obviously the only thing they're gonna be talking about is seeing you in the unemployment line or seeing you put in a retirement home because your com your company's gonna be pretty much six feet under. After AEW and Impact and New Japan and NWA and Major League Wrestling and also Ring of Honor bury you to the ground into the six feet under. I mean, that's pretty much what's going to happen. So, one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode number one thousand twenty five of WCWS Revolution. This is of course Friday. August the 6th, 2021, 
Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, as well as the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here with you here tonight. Um, um, we are hoping to possibly still hear from several other folks here, including possibly the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, JD has been reporting that his uh, his situation with his ear is is improving, but he's still kind of feeling some, some effects from it and all that. He is taking medicine to try to knock that infection out, but right now it's kind of a slow process, unfortunately. So hopefully, like I said, he he will uh, he will obviously, of course, um, we will of course keep you apprised about how he is feeling. And we're not sure about John. Uh, he might be out and about taking care of something. So, uh, so I hope, I hope he does. I hope, I hope he does. Of course, uh, uh, stay, stay safe right here. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have an update right here. We yes. And I see. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now we're now. Of course, here we go. Justin, Justin, and I could not be could not be happier. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and welcome to episode number 1025 of Revolution, a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer, of course, part of the team, part of two broadcast teams, I should say, first off of WCWS Raw Radio on Monday afternoons, and also WCWS Sports Machine, of course, on uh, on Friday afternoons, of course, here as well. <clears throat> He's a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. He is also, of course, a man that tells it like it is here, of course, here when it comes to wrestling, sports, and everything else, of course, in between. And what's, the, what's comforting about that, ladies and gentlemen, as far as this man is concerned, he can actually tell you all this great stuff here, of course, going on here with wrestling, sports, and other stories and all that. And he doesn't even have to put on a pair of pants. Although, of course, in this case, I really wish that he would. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and he knows I'm joking, by the way. As of course, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number uh, number one number one thousand twenty five of W excuse me of of W of WWS Revolution here, of course, here tonight. You know him simply, ladies and gentlemen, as JD, of course, here on all of our shows. But of course, as we always say, his real name is. The Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo. J.D., of course, we welcome you, sir, to episode number 125 of Revolution here tonight. You got me, and you have, of course, uh, Justin here this evening. Now, Good to be here. You... And let me begin by saying you are in for a real trip. And believe me, I am hey, beyond words. Hey, Justin. I'll tell you right now, I am going to go off. First off, let me begin with the elephant in the room. One of the few big elephants in the room, shall we? And I'm sure you already reported it. Vince McMahon, you old, senile, racist, bigot, narcissistic piece of shit. I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening, Bruce Pritchard. Hell, I hope you're listening, John Laryngitis, along with Kevin Dickbag Dunn and no-nonsense Nick Khan. Because I'll tell you why. I'm sure you all heard by now the big news of the hour. Yes. No, I'm not talking about Adam Cole. No, I'm not talking about that meeting. We saw that happen earlier today. And we have not heard anything that came out of that. 
no, 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 no. You're saying, what meeting, J.D.? What was the meeting about? I'll tell you what it was about. TW Insider is reporting. And I'm sure you probably already addressed it, but if you didn't, I'll tell you right now. Twelve superstars were given their pink slip tonight by WWE. Bobby oh, yeah. Fish, Bronson yeah. Reed, Kona Reeves, Jake Atlas, Leon Ruff, Mercedes Martinez, Tyler Rust, Asher Hale, just to list a few. On top of that, I've heard reports, surprisingly, surprisingly, mind you, that we heard that Dakota Kai had a warm-up match with Aida, where Keith Lee took on Austin Theory before the show tonight in Tampa. But Vince, getting back to you, you narcissistic, senile, racist, bigoted piece of shit. I'm addressing you, my friend. And I'm addressing your boyfriends in the room. Mr. People Power! Mr. No Nonsense, Waste of Space, Debbie Nosy, Nick Khan. I'm addressing that little bucktooth old beaver, Kevin Dickhead Douchebag Dunn. And I'm also addressing you, Mr. I love you, bitch boy, backstabbing little, little uh, bully Bruce Pritchard. I hope you're happy what you did tonight before the show. Hell, I hope you're happy what you've done in the last few weeks. You're letting Adam Cole, your biggest fish in the pond of NXT, walk right out the door and going to Tony Khan. And on top of that, you're letting a good bruiser weight possibly going back out the door as well. And that is none other than Pete Dunne. But I'll get to that, and I digress on that shortly. So I want to talk about how terrible this show was in Tampa tonight in Neil Sink of the Woods. And of course, we started off with the blue-haired little baby bitch herself, Sasha Bully Banks, if you will, the crybaby, if you will, who said, of course, how she did what she did last week, how it is because she could do so. But then how comes the Jennifer Lopez whiny little bitch herself, the somewhat vacuum-sucking Selena Vega, before Bianca Valera shows up? And she says how that she wants a shot against Bianca tonight. And what was the boss doing? Oh, that's right. The blue-haired little backstabbing bitch stood on the table, Pat McAfee, and freaking Michael Cole, and said, You want to fight me? You want to fight me? Well, you're on at SummerSlam. Why don't you tell us, Sasha, once again, where were you the last three months? Oh, that's right. You were crying in your own pathetic little baby tears because you couldn't handle getting beat at WrestleMania Raymond James Stadium there back in April, could you? No. You decided to pout and brood and pout like a little bitch. It was your idea, Sasha. Sir, you won the SB with Bianca. I will give you that. I will give you that. One of the best women's matches in recent memory. Yeah, you agree, J.D. No doubt about it. But, but we're going to see the rematch coming up at SummerSlam. And I'm hoping it's as good as this one, the first match. was. I'm really figuring it out. But once again, what do we see? Oh, Sasha Banks crying and brooding and being a little backstabbing little blue-haired little smurf-ass bitch. Again, Sasha, where were you for three months? Why don't you tell us where you were? Oh, that's right. 
you got depressed. You got butthurt, if you will, because you couldn't handle Bianca Belair stealing your mojo, could you? Especially after, basically, you beat your one-time friend and partner in crime, if you will, Karen Bailey. Anyway, our first jealous. match of the night, we go to the first match of the night. Dominic Mysterio with Ray Papa taking on Jackass Jay Uso and Jimmy the Trunk Uso. Tell us, Vince, have you taken any action on uh, the Usos yet? Or is they like Roman Reigns? Do they have their mouth on your dick and been sucking your dick long enough how blowing out your ass how hard to get every opportunity handed to them? Week after week after week after week. Are you taking any action on the Usos there, uh, Vince? No, apparently you're not. Because you let the Usos, just like the head of the table, if you wish, I'm going to have a long rant about this in just a little bit, however, do whatever the hell they want, whatever they want. Because, basically, these three guys have a way to get on their hands and knees and suck your cock, along with your boyfriend's cock, in the office. And I'm talking about Bruce, Kevin, Laryngitis, and Nick Khan. Bravo, guys! Bravo! Anyway, up next... Shinsuke Nakamura, the king, taking on the arrogant Apollo Crews with Mr. T 2.0 in his corner, General Idi Amin Aziz. And this was absolutely a waste of time. Just a freaking waste of time. Pathetic. Pathetic. Then we have Paul Heyman talking with Caleb Braxton. But not before Big E had a little bit of a laugh, power and a smirk across his face, which got Paulie a little worried. Sorry, you little penguin, little pissant. Are you a little scared that Big E's going to cast on your little boyfriend, Roman Reigns, the head of the table? Are you going to go back in his locker room and polish his balls for him, Paulie? Are you going to rub and tug his dick for him like you do every week along with the Usos? Give me a break. Up next was another pathetic short match. Tegan Knox, however, taking on Tamina Mice Teddy. And surprisingly, Knox and Shotzi get the win here over Tamina in a short order. But again, where was Tony Storm? Where the F was Tony Storm? You bring her up three weeks ago, and in the last two weeks, you basically have shit all over him. Her. Bravo, guys! Bravo! You must be very proud about that. Then, of course, we see a segment involving Edge and Seth Rollins. And once again, that scumbag little sucker, little shithead, found a way to run his stupid mouth and couldn't keep his mouth quiet, could he? Well, guess what, Seth? Why don't you take your pink little rosy little suits, shove them up your ass, and get ready to find out that luck is not going to be on your side. Because in two weeks, the rated R superstar is going to take your little scummy little head, put it into the fifth row... If not by Hoover Dam, he'll put it out of Legion Steam and roll your sorry-ass little carcass all the way down the Vegas Strip Boulevard. Because guess what? At the end of the night, however, there'll be nothing left of your body. Because Edge is going to spear you in half and cut you down in half, unless you find a way to get a cheap win. Well, guess what? I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again and again. Oh, and he, oh, yeah. had ner- again. he had a nerve to say that with children when, he, when Seth has already have a baby with Seth, all I know is, you think you you had the last laugh by ripping apart Edge and his family. Why don't we talk about your family, Seth? Because guess what? You're with a woman who's my property. Mine! Get that, Rollins? M-I-N-E. All mine. 
And that child, that's mine too. Because she'll want a real man oh. like me. Or someone better than someone like me. Because guess what? She's tired yeah, of your bullshit. Link. And your scummy little ass. So like I said, Rollins, you can pl- poke the barrel you want with Ray's or Superstar. You can continue to make fun of Edge and Beth Phoenix and their kids. But guess what? At the end of the day, what's going to happen in two weeks from tomorrow? Oh, that's right. You're going to get your balls handed to you and stomped on over and over and over and dare I say over again in Las Vegas because your luck is going to run out. Speaking of luck, let's talk about the Street Profits versus Robert the Rat Boy Rude, who's still lucky he even has a job at this point, and Dickhead Douchebag Dolph Ziggler, the Dirty Dogs, or as I like to call them, the Dirty Dickheads. Because that's all they are. And the Street Profits of Montez and Dawkins get the win here. So no Gable, no Otis this week, no Team Alpha. What were they, busy too bad? Busy in the back watching the Olympic finals and that they didn't need to come out tonight? Were they too busy basically, uh, once again, finding a way to uh, basically continue to act like ass clowns that they are? Because, Chad Gable, we know you think you're Kurt Angle 2.0 reincarnated and Otis is your disciple uh, henchman uh, little uh, assistant. Where were you guys at tonight? Oh, that's right. You weren't on the show tonight because you guys were too busy probably sitting and catering. Then we go to Bianca versus Selena Vega. This was actually the match of the night, surprisingly. And surprisingly, Vega tried to put up a good fight. But in the end, however, Sasha the Bully Banks came out to try to disrupt her scenes. And how did that work out for you, Sasha? Didn't work out too well, did it, bitch? Didn't work out well for you at all. And once again, the BST, the EST, showed you, you blue-haired little backstabbing little blue-haired little smurf, that she got the job done. And guess what? In two weeks, hopefully, she will do it again by taking you down in Las Vegas, unless you find a way to pull out one out of your backside. Then we go to the main event. Finn Balor against Cloud Shoes, Burger King Man, Down on His Luck, Boyne Bland, Cockstain, Baron Corbin. Yay! Let's make Finn wrestle less than five minutes and piss off the crowd while we're out in Tampa tonight, which was interesting, I will say that. But then, after the match... Finn addresses John Cena and, of course, the head of the table, the so-called Tribal Chief. And then, who shows up? Oh, yeah. Finally, after being in the back, by basically having his mouth all over Paul Heyman's balls all night, and Paul Heyman having his balls on him, the Tribal Chief actually grew a set and finally came out to confront Finn Balor. But not before he decided to have his little boyfriends, if you will, his cousins, if you will, the drunk jackass Jey Uso, and Jimmy the Joker, Uso, if you will. Both jokes in there in my own way. As a result, they end up beating the hell out of Bauer before Bauer tries to get some retribution on all three of them. But at the end of the night, however, fortunately, once again, the tribal chief and his bloodline stand tall and basically leave Finn Lane. Yeah, way to go, assholes. Way to go. What'd you do tonight, Roman? Oh, that's right. You stayed in the back all night like a little punk-ass bitch when Paul Heyman was being interviewed by your buddy, Caleb Braxton, however. And then you grew a set of balls, however, coming out to the dress Finn Balor, however, at the end of the show, however. And then basically put the boots to him along with your boyfriends, however, the jackass Usos, however. And then left the ring, however, basically stayed in the ring, posing over Finn Balor by showing once again that you're the most dominant one along with your 
boys, however. Yeah, great job, Roman. You must be very proud by getting your mouth all over Vince's dick every week and doing nothing except acting like a punk-ass little scared bitch. Well, guess what? In two weeks, however, your luck's going to run out. You've been champion for a year. I will give you that. And it was all because you basically got the title hand to you on a silver fucking platter when you came back, however, after sending it home with your family, which I respect. Which I respect. I will give you that, however. But yet, you didn't have one to show up at WrestleMania because you didn't think, in your words, it was proper. Well, all I can say to that is, maybe that's true, maybe that's not true. I don't know the whole story. But all I know is I smell bullshit. And I do smell bullshit in a big way. Because guess what, Vince? What is one week from tonight? Can somebody please fill me in what is going to happen one week from tonight? Here in Pittsburgh. And on TNT. Does anyone know? Oh, I know what it is. It's AEW Rampage. And guess what, Vince? You're going to be showed up your first night when once again AEW sticks it up your ass with their fist in their boot, and then you'll be basically wondering, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? I'll tell you what you did wrong. You took AEW and Tony Khan for granted. And guess what? Who's going to have the last laugh then? Who's going to have it then, Vince? I just said his name, and I'll say it again. His initials are TK. And no, he's not related to your little... Nebby, nosy, little, no-nonsense, little, narcissistic, egomaniacal, bitch boy, Nick Khan. His name is TK. As in, right now, terrific. Tremendous. Top-notch. Something you're not. Along with your boys in the office right now. And I said his name twice, and I'll say it one more time. It's TK. Tony Khan. Remember the name, Vince, because in less than a month from now, if not before the end of this year, into the early part of 22, we could be looking at your company sinking down like the Titanic. And there, you will rot in hell for the remainder of your days. Oh, it's true. Damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, I could not put that better. I could not put that better myself. Well done, Katie. Thank you. And I could not put that better myself. I was trying to get it all out. I couldn't. I I was going to lose my. Let me remind you, JD. Mm -hmm. Let me remind you one thing, JD. The whole thing was Sasha Banks' idea to defend the title in the first place. So she can't get all mad. Well, as I can said, of course, obviously, like I said before, ladies and gentlemen, when JD tells it like it is here, of course, on all of our shows here in the radio network, he does not disappoint big time. So, uh, <clears throat> so indeed, uh, thank you very much. But let me ask you guys, he- though. Let me ask you guys this, though. Yeah, I talked I'll about the 12 names that were released. What do you guys think of the names being released? Well, I mean, what can you think? I mean, obviously, my own personal thing, the only thing I will say about it is that I'm sure just like every other wrestling fan out there right now, I'm in 100% shock. So that's how I really feel about it. Yeah. But, 
But anyway, like I said very before, um, we'll get to more about this here in just a few minutes. But of course, while while of course I have it fresh in my mind right here, uh, of course, obviously with JD being here, of course, obviously, mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, he definitely, of course, obviously wants to uh, hear hear this. Of course, as you know, of course, we've had to uh, postpone this a little bit here and there until finally we got we've worked out a method of a, a, a great method here for this. And as of course, I was, and that was of course the NXT US Million Dollar Championship match, of course, between John and JD. Uh, of course, uh, as we said before, of course, it has been moved to, of course, currently right now, even as we speak, of course, it is on the page WWUS Revolution Reborn TCS Match HQ. And of course, as I said, we've been telling everybody all week that we've had to move this and all. Even, of course, at the very last minute, I have actually uh, <clears throat> sent word. I originally sent invitations to a whole lot of folks here today. We did have a lot more folks join the group here, of course, but they did not, of course, unfortunately, they did not vote for this match. I'm not sure as to why this, 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 this did not, uh, obviously, of course, kind of give them any incentive on doing this. But of course, but of course, I do thank those for joining here, and hopefully, like I said, maybe we'll get a better reaction with the next match that we do here, which of course I'm still working on that even as we speak. But as obviously, of course, everyone wants to hear the results of this, and obviously, I am going to now officially present it right here. Uh, after, of course, obviously, uh, officially after getting, of course, a lot of uh, um, a lot of. Uh, of course, we had 13 people see this, but only, unfortunately, we only got four votes out of the whole thing. Uh, the winner, of course, of the match and still NXT US Million Dollar Champion, the human suplex machine, John Gross. He has retained the title with a three to one vote. Uh, so it just popped up at the very last moment here. But, uh, but, Obviously, of course, like I said, with with this obviously, of course, going on here and everything, um, we did not have a whole lot of uh, big time big big time responses since we had to move the matches over from the pay per view prediction center page because unfortunately, because apparently the poll option on the pay per view prediction center page was removed. And we have been trying to, of course, figure out why this has been the case unless they have started incorporating this option in with something else. Um, I am not sure as to, I am not sure, of course, obviously, as to uh, why, of course, they have, obviously, um, why, of course, that has that has been the case, um, but nevertheless, like I said, that is the final result, of course, here of that. Uh, so, ultimately, um, I do see, of course, I think now, now coming in right here, I'm hoping he, he I'm hoping, of course, he he is stays and sticks, sticks along here with us. He is co-owner of the uh, Growth and Selfless Pro Wrestling uh, Incorporated Facebook page. He is also, of course, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. 
He is also, of course, part of the broadcast team for WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, as well as, as well as, of course, a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. I do believe has joined us here as well. Uh, John, of course, if you can hear, if you can hear us, of course, uh, welcome here. Of course, you got myself, you've got JD, and you have Justin here, of course, here tonight. Uh, as we did, of course, just now report here, John, I figured you might want to, uh, I'd just like to let you know here that uh, uh, we do have the final results of your NXT US Million Dollar Championship match Well, that you had, of course, here with JD after, of course, uh, after, of course, trying to get something organized here with this. You have retained the belt over JD by three to one, by three. Uh, of course, yeah, I, you better uh, be laughing for now. I'll come for that belt on. <laughs> well, well, I don't think that was John, um, but uh, uh, I'm not sure what that sound was. I mean, it may have been probably just listening to music or something. I'm not sure what it was. Um, that's not me. Uh, but what I'm going to propose here is that, uh, what I'm saying about here looking at this in the fact Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I take that back here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there he is. Uh, John, once again, of course, here, congratulations here. Uh, you still hold on to the NXT US million dollar belt, of course. Uh, three to one, of course, over JD. Uh, even though that because of this move over to another page, we did not get as many votes as we kind of wanted to do with this, but I'm sure you would accept any sort of victory, um, especially, like I said, three to one, but still it was, uh, and it was still, of course, obviously a, a tremendous matchup here. And John, since I have both you and JD, JD here, I would like to offer this, I would like to make this proposal. Because of this situation, and while, yes, John, we're not discounting your win here. You, I have got it logged in that you did, obviously. And, J.D., I want you to definitely listen in on this very, very carefully, too. What I am proposing here, what I'm proposing here is simply this. I say make this a little bit more interesting and a little bit more fair um i say we do this match on one of the shows one day next week right so john and john pretty much up to you okay well i will let y'all make that decision as to when because i would need to of course obviously get it well my Tuesday and Thursday schedule schedule's good, so why not Tuesday? How about Thursday night, okay. Howard? Because uh, th- Thursday, because on Tuesday night I can't do it. I've got a commitment on Tuesday night. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, J- yeah, JD's going to. Yeah, JD's going. JD's going to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wish. No, no, I'll tell you right. No, 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 joke. I, no I wish I was. No, I wish I was going. No, my friend got tickets to the ball game between Pittsburgh and uh, St. Louis, and 
we got good seats out for the game, so I'm going to the game with him on uh, Tuesday. But, John, I got to oh, ask okay. a million-dollar question. We talked about it already. Dad and uh, them did it already. I got to ask you. 12 releases tonight. What is going on? Oh, my that's what I want to. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to ask everyone tonight. What is going on? The whole NXT. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought, please. And because the NXT like revamping would... thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. It's got to be more. Yeah, there's more to the story. You're losing Cole and Dunn now, too, on top of that. Especially after Cole met with Vince today. Um, and Cole, Cole, I mean, Cole. And they're saying Cole still has a good relationship with NXT. They said there's nothing that's in stone about him yet. I just read Yeah, he that met too. with Vince tonight, however, and the word is he could be leaving at the end of the month and be it all out in Chicago, John. And then Pete Dunn's contract's up, too. And now I'm also hearing Sami Zayn might be out the door, too. This is no joke, and I read this earlier today before Raw. Well, if Sami yeah. Zayn's gone, do you think anybody would? Do you think everybody would? Would? would no, uh, I don't care. I don't. I don't give a crap if Sami Zayn does leave. He's a Vince McMahon supporter, for all I know. Care. Well, there you go. But as far as oh, the, right. as far oh, as oh as see now, losing fit. Yeah, but losing Fish, however, losing Reed, big losses. Mercedes Martinez, a big loss. I mean, I think Reed and Fish are the big ones, especially Reed. Reed was talked about, and then tonight they bring up Dakota Kai to face Ayla, and now they're talking going to lose Cole maybe at the end of the month. Tony Khan's laughing his way to the bank right now, literally laughing. Is Dakota Kai gone? Didn't y'all want to no. Justin, didn't you or didn't you say something about Dakota Anyway, Justin, no, Justin said something. No, 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 Justin no, no. Justin Dakota Kai got a tryout match tonight with Ayla before SmackDown. She tried so, out they're, so they're not going to finish the thing with her and Raquel Gonzalez then, or, or are they? I think they are, and then she's going to be rushed to the roster right after, because I think they're going to keep Raquel down there for quite a while. Raquel's like the dominant monster heel right now. The only person that could stop her maybe be Zoe Stark or Io Shirai. I think they're going to rush up Dakota, just like they did with Tony Storm, and they're going to piss all over her. Well, it's obvious. I mean, I mean, like we talked about what happened with Keith Lee and Karrion Cross last week. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we all know, we all know how that happened. Was because apparently it was supposed to be something going with Karrion Cross and Jeff Hardy after Karrion Cross lost to Jeff Hardy on the first Monday Night Raw with when the fans returned and everything like that. Yep. But Jeff got got the virus, and so what did they do? They put Keith Lee in that situation. And they did fifty fifty booking the last two weeks. Jeff's supposed to be back this week. I heard though. Mhm. Mhm. Well. Well, let me, let me let me tell you about these. Let me tell you my personal opinion about these releases. I have this is something that I've said, and y'all probably heard me say this. I know Justin has. I don't know if JDU or John have heard me say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think Vince has got something go, and and something 
you know, something big going on in the, uh, going on in the, uh, you know, behind the scenes, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And apparently, apparently it's, it's, it's something that's possibly going to cost him so much money that the only way that he's possibly going to want to pay for it, he's going to have to pay for it, is by costing several prime pieces of prime talent some of the greatest young talent that the WWE mm-hmm. has ever has ever came out with is taking their salaries and adding on to it so he'll have enough money to, to even go through with it. Or, yep. here's another thought. Let me tell you something else I've been mentioning. The young man that won at the Olympics, he has expressed interest in coming to WWE. You even have Triple H and Paul Heyman Praise this young man after coming back with 10 seconds left to come back and win the gold medal in the 125 kilogram in Tokyo. And apparently he has expressed interest in coming to wrestle for WWE. How much you want to bet that they're working on something right now and the only way they're able to do that is by getting rid of some of their existing talent. So they'll, have to be, they'll be able to give him some sort of salary. Because he's a gold medalist, technically. Now, and we now, all know, and theory. we all know how good he Vince McMahon has done with a gold medal. He brought Kurt Angle in a few years ago, and look, look at the success Angle had in the WWE. Yes, exactly. I mean, Heyman himself, Heyman even said that this young man could become a. Could have a legendary career in the WWE. He really could. But like I said, ultimately the only one that would be able to make that call. You know what the sad part is? Leon Ruff fought his last match on two oh five live tonight, how against Grayson Waller and he still won. That's the sad part. I read that last night as that was a spoiler match, yeah. And I really hated that. I really I really did. I mean, the man, the young man here. I thought Leon Ruff was. Well, well, I thought Leon Ruff was a great talent. I mean, let me tell he you was. Something. And like I said, but like I said, you know, in the, his beginning of his NXT run, what, what what the biggest accomplishment? He became North American champion. He didn't hold it for long, but he held it right. Okay. So that's that's kind of like what the Intercontinental Title is. To the uh, um, to the um, Universal Title now, and what the U- U.S. Title is to the WWE Title. That North American Title is a prelude, the next step in going after the NXT belt. And I thought Leon Ruff was going to be on his way towards doing that. And of course, look what happened. I'm sure JD, JD would agree. He got stepped on and squashed like a bug. Which is sad. It is very. You bust. You bust every. Vince McMahon has been notorious for one thing and one thing only. He's been busting the bubble of every single person who's ever dreamed or fantasized of wrestling for him. But, but the only reason why that he's never given them much consideration is because these were people that he did not come up with himself. 
Just because it's somebody, it was somebody no else's good. idea. Yeah, go ahead, John, please. Go ahead. Because he's a no good terrorist. I'm going to let you speak, and then I'm going to speak my mind on this. Oh, oh, okay. Well, sure. Absolutely. But, but, it's, it's, but it's like I said before. I continue to say this, and I continue to say, and I will continue to say this. Justin has heard me say this on all of our shows. JD's heard me say this, especially like on here, Wolfpack, and also Raw Radio. John, of course, obviously, you know, every, every time he brings up the history and birthdays, of course, he sticks around and brings up, and he's heard me say this on many, many occasions here as well. <clears throat> that obviously, you know, first of all, that Vince knows that he, that that you know he when he when he said, of course we all heard him make it public that he believed that AEW was not a direct threat to him. But look, but look well, at Vince exactly has now. Look what's going on. Well, look, well, but and I, I agree. But look what's happening now. Look at what is happening now. You've got, like I said, you thought WCW and ECW was tough to deal with back in the day. Guess what? You got the NWA coming back to haunt you. You've got AEW. You've got Impact coming back to haunt you. You've got Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I got a fart. No, I'm just <laughs> and also. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm just picking. Which and also Major League Wrestling. Major League Wrestling has been making a big run here lately. I, we, you know, we've talked about Major League Wrestling, and of course, obviously, the fact I did read in there that they actually moved one of their shows that they plan on having in November from Chicago to Philadelphia. Why? Because they got a deal. They're going to start being on a streaming service. That's why they're. They're moving it from Chicago to Philadelphia in November. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying. He knows that all these companies are coming up with some some, some big, big, big ideas here. And he knows that he is in major league trouble of, of losing control over everything going on in his company because his company has not been able to produce Jack Squat in the la- in the in the last in the last few years. So Vince, all I gotta say here like this, and this is coming, this is not coming from any high-profile uh, wrestling promoter. This is not coming from, obviously, this is not coming from a uh, uh, a, 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 pro, a pro wrestler or anything like that. This is coming from a diehard wrestling fan who has watched your product and many other products over the last few years. I'm one of many on this show, including, of course, Mr. D. Girolamo, of course, right here, who has been watching wrestling. 29 years, me. Yes, and also you too, Justin. But, of course, Jamie and I have been watching it. I, I I understand that. But let me finish what I'm saying. But JD and I have been watching it, of course, longer. I'm, I'm sure JD can attest to that because me, me yeah. and him have been around here 
and seen a lot of these classic moments. JD, tell me if I'm tell me if that is not right in that sense. That is true. That's very true. Yep. And and of course, so so Vince, like I said, coming from a diehard wrestling fan and who continues to respect what every single man and woman brought to this table so many years ago. And what these super these new superstars of today are trying to bring to you and all that stuff and all that, you continue on this path. Talk about we hear we hear the term forbidden door. Let me tell you something, Vince. That golden door that you had in WWE for so long is about ready, is about is, is so is so tarnished and all that. It's. Not 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 even not, not even the the finest uh, wax or whatever they use to to to, to clean up gold polish. or whatever can be used polish. Thank you. Not nothing would be able to polish it back up and bring it back to a shine. You know why? It's because WWE is halfway in the ground already. It's already three feet in there. You keep going the way it is. It's going to go down the other three feet. And all these other companies I named. AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, NWA, and uh, Major League Wrestling are going to be dancing and wallowing all over you. So, uh, and they're going to take take that take that throne. Heck, and even if they start going against each other and all whatever, they all one thing that uh, one satisfaction that they'll have Vince is they won't have they won't have and, and with all disrespect to our older folks out there, by the way, which I have a highly respect for our elders, they will not have a, ca- a cash stealing, gas guzzling old geezer like you robbing the robbing the well deserving wrestling fans of what they want to see, and that is professional wrestling action, not sports entertainment. There, I said it, Fini. Enough said. I don't know how much more clear that myself or any of these these gentlemen here can make it, but that's exactly what you're doing, Vince, and it's going to come to an end if you keep on going on this path. That's all I'm going to say. Now, John, you have something you like to say? Let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, yes. And you see, this is why. This is what makes me mad. This is what makes me mad. The thing is, COVID-19 restrictions. It's because of COVID-19. It's not only because of COVID-19. It's because of these McManners and the Trumpers that want to take America down. And guess what? And also wrestling down. Guess what? We're still standing. This is not. This, This to me, this isn't America. This is. America, America, I'm sorry, I said it, it, but it is. It's still America to me, but from what I feel, it's America. I'm sorry that I had to say it, but it's true. I'm sorry because. You see people, you see the Karens, you see the Chads, you see the Karens refusing to wear their masks, you see the Chads talking about how big their shooters are, how big their, well, slingshots are. Chad, you don't have a slingshot, so 
we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it. Yes. And Vin yes. and now you have the Vinces, you have the Kevins, you have the Bruces. Like to fire, fire, fire people. I need somebody to post a Vince McMahon photo so I can wipe my ass when I go to the bathroom and piss all Whoa. over. Holy crap. Because for all you McManners that are bitching, pissing, moaning, saying that the releases were good, for all you McManners that had an aneurysm, have an orgasm, like to suck Vince McMahon's cock, like to have a Karen moment, a Chad moment, on their period. Oh! And guess what, Vince? If you end up, if you end up releasing more stars, if and it's not a matter of if, it's not a matter of when. You release all the WWE superstars. I want this to be let known. January 2021. The Trumpers stormed the Capitol in protest because of because they wanted to reelect. They wanted Trump to be reelected again. Well, guess what? We are not anti-Trumpers. We are not Trumpers. We're anti-Trumpers, and we're anti-McManners. We will not, if you will not have control of your roster, we will not stand for it. And if we do have the right to protest against you, Vince, and send your ass to jail, then that is what we'll do. And then, and then, if not every single one of you, if not every single one of you, Vince, Kevin, Bruce, Bruce, and all the others, hear me now. I want you to think about this when you're in jail. I want you to think about how many people that you've screwed over. I want you to think about how many people that you robbed of their dream. I want you sitting in that prison. Thinking of what you did and rob all, all of the wrestlers of their dream. The one thing they wanted to do since they were kids. The one thing they dreamed about since they were in school. The one thing they learned about when they were in wrestling gymnasiums in high schools. When they were winning in college gymnasiums. And Vince, even if you do happen to catch COVID and you say it's real on the internet, I am going to strain out Tomasa Ciampa, you. Oh! Oh. To prove that you're right, Vince. To prove that your rights, Vince, were taken away the minute you sat here and released every single person starting seven years ago, starting on with CM Punk. 
starting on with Chris Jericho, starting on with Dean Ambrose, all the other guys that you let go. Did they have? Do they have any sympathy for you now? Hell no. And Vince, I want you when you're in that bed tonight, when you're in that bed with that girl, with that woman that you helped, that you have helped put over. When you're in bed with Charlotte tonight, when Charlotte oh. is suck, when Charlotte is through sucking you off, I want you to think <laughs> about this. I want you to think on this. There's not gonna, there's not gonna be any trouble of us wrestling fans impeaching you and putting you in court. Putting you and your co-conspirators and even Char Charlotte Flair in court. And I'm sure every wrestler that you let go will be talking to you, Vince, when they, when they at least have the common decency to say it wasn't budget cuts. It was because of abuse. And that is what you are, Vince McMahon. An abusive, controlling man. Well, no, 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 no. How can I put this delicately? Not an abusive, controlling man. Because you are, without a doubt, an abuser, a narcissistic, a racist, and not only that, not only that, a Trump supporter who loves to ride that orange dick of his. Oh, Lord, I wish it. Because, Vince, you and Trump have started this shit time in and time out. If it wasn't, and all you, and all you McManners and Trump asses, Trump asses out there, you think you're going to help Vince and Donald Trump? I would love to come out to see you try. I would love to have you come over there, and I would love, and I would love to talk shit to your face because you don't even know what you're even talking about. And that is why all the Republicans, all the people in the world are bitching about vaccines. Bitching, bitching about COVID, bitching about their rights are taken away, and now bitching, WWE, Vince is bitching about people about releasing people, bitch, bitching, bitching, bitching. This is what CM Punk said. Maybe he's considering it because, unlike you. I don't waste all these people's time bitching and moaning and bitching 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 and bitching.
You see, that's what that's what our society has come to today. That is what our that is what our world has come to today. The reality is, this is not this is not a country that's not gone crazy. This is not the world that has gone crazy. It's not only America that's gone crazy. It's the damn wrestling world. It's the damn wrestling world. And it's going to come to a point that if, that if he keeps on releasing more people, we are going to revolt against you, Vince. We are going to revolt against them. And remember the Hunger Games when people revolted? You remember that? Have y'all seen the Hunger Games? I, I, I've, I've heard of the movie. I've yeah, seen pictures of them. And they, re, they rebelled. That's what we're going to do if Vince keeps, up, keeps this up. We're going to rebel. Because Vince... Because Vince... You're not Vince McMahon. You're just another Adolf Hitler. Sing out! Oh. Holy crap. Yep. Sig out it is. And that's... I'm not trying to be Nazi. I'm not trying anything else like that. Because if I am, then talk to you. If, just say what you must about me. But you know what? This is real. This is, look, this is the reality fact. People are dying out there. Everybody. People are dying out there, guys. People are losing their jobs. People are, are going crazy. People are protesting. They're rioting out in the street. People's eyes haven't been opened because they haven't taken the goddamn vaccine. Vince, your eyes have not been opened since COVID-19. And a damn sure hasn't been open since then. I will I will set the record straight straight Vince. Put it as nice as possible. If you do by some miracle, if you or Bruce or Kevin continue this crap again, continue. Oh, there's not gonna you're not going to jail for not only this. We we're gonna sacrifice Connecticut. We're gonna riot against you, Vince, just like the people did against George Floyd, just like the people did against Rodney King with Rodney King. Just like the people did with the officers. We are going to get you. And our voice will not be stopped until you, Vince, until you, Vince, step up or resign or face the execution. I know him. I've met him a few times. Well, I said, ladies and gentlemen, just like J.D. did a little while ago, the human suplex machine, John Gross, is not afraid to speak his mind and speak his voice. <clears throat> Good job. And, yes, 
I would definitely agree with that. And ladies and gentlemen, as we all, and as I always emphasize here in WWS, these shows are more than shows. They are, in fact, public forums. You know, our primary topic, of course, obviously is wrestling, and we do talk wrestling. And that's exactly, like I said, uh, what Mr. Gross did, of course, bring, bring to the table here tonight. And, of course, I could not have, I could not have been more, more, of course, while, of course, while we were all... I know a lot of people feel sorry for Triple H. Well, I mean, just keep in mind that Triple H, these were guys that Triple H, you know, definitely praised big time here. And I, and, and the, if and I was Triple H right now, if I was Triple H right now, and if I was Stephanie and Triple H right now, I would tell Vince, go home. But he's not. In other words, Triple, Triple H is scared that he's probably going to be one of those that's going to get let go next. Regardless of the fact that they're family. Yep. Watch. Because, like I said, no, I think it, and John, if I may be so bold in saying this, not to retract from anything you said, I'm pretty much adding on to what you said. But what you said... I 100%, I 100% agree. I think a lot of people within the company are just blooming scared of what of what's going to happen here if they start speaking the truth about Vince while they're still employed. Because Vince hears about it, they're going to be unemployed. Yep. And and it's time. So, I mean, I But I mean, the thing about it is they're 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 they're, they're scared. Like I said, because I'm sure they would be one. They would like to be one of those people, one of the people that that, that stays around, you know, to, to see to see Vince to see Vince get his, and you know, and of course, like I said, still be an integral part of WWE, but of course, be under somebody else's, be under someone to be someone else's, under someone else's, of course, uh, um, you know, um. Un, uh, someone, someone else, someone else's leadership. Now, now, Lord, Lord knows. Like I said, if Vince goes, who would be end up being next? I mean, would it be Shane? Would it be Triple H? Would it be Stephanie? Or I mean, would it would it be would it be of course, um, um, Tony Khan's whipping boy, Nick Khan? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but but never nevertheless here. Never I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, mind like, seeing a brother. I wouldn't see, uh, mind seeing a brother versus brother war. I mean, I'm all for that if Nick Khan were to ran, run WWE. Because, like I said, Nick would probably run into the ground tip about, uh, much worse than, than Vince. But of course, obviously, yeah. nobody could probably run do it a lot, a lot worse than Vince. But... But like I said, it's going to need a complete overhaul, big time here. Yeah. And, and 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 this is something JD's even said that a lot of these uh, TV networks have signed on with WWE to promote a lot of their programming and everything. It is not it is it is a little bit surprising that they have not backed off from WWE, despite the fact that they haven't really produced a whole lot of incredible 
situations. I mean, JD, would you say that's a fair assessment, or what do you have uh-huh. to say about that? No, you're right. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, you said like Fox, for example. You're saying no, why in the world hadn't Fox kind of backed off from doing from doing anything? Why have they not backed off? Do they believe something big is going to go down? I mean, do they think that Vince, that Vince actually has a chance to succeed? I mean, what about NBC? I mean, NBC's been in, in WWE's, you know, partner in crime for what, since the 80s? I mean, come on. 80s, 90s, whatever. Saturday night's main event and everything like that, right? I mean, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I mean, is, there is one more thing I will say. Guys, guys, this is the reality, before I go, this is the rowdy reality that we are living in now. The wrestling reality. That we have, this has been the reality. This has been the new normal since March 2020. It's been mm-hmm. a new normal ever since. Where you don't want to, where you don't, well, right, well, Vince McMahon has just given the go-ahead to release everybody. Well, Vince, one of these days, one of these days, if not one of these days, your lesson will be learned. A lesson's going to learn be learned from you, Vince. And if you think Things are going to get worse before they, things will get better after they get worse. Nope, it's not. Because, because it's, you literally just sank NXT down. You literally just threw the iceberg. On NXT. And now Vince. The blood on your hands. Is on your. The blood. That the superstars have been released. Tonight. That. Is on your hands. Your. Damn. Hands. There's no doubt. There's a- oh. And I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said before, you know, obviously, obviously, of course, just like JD, John is not afraid to speak his mind on everything going on, of course, here at the company, and also going on in the world of wrestling here. But uh, we do, of course, thank him for popping on here, of course, tonight, and giving his thoughts about everything here and <clears throat> going on here in WWE and all. And Vince, like I said, you heard it right here, of course, from from four gentlemen that, like I said. Who are diehard wrestling fans who have been reading everything going on and been formulating some of some some of the some very very unique opinions about all this and very unique po- points of view and everything about this 
you are in serious jeopardy of losing it all if you keep on <clears throat> keep on on this uh, on this of course on this track here that you're obviously um, that you're obviously of course uh, following on this time uh, and of course a lot a lot of this obviously is coming coming from I'm sure bat your your own points of view which are probably coming old and stale which some things that are old of course like I said doesn't need to be revamped or anything like that because there's still some good ideas but a lot of this stuff that's going on right now you might want to kind of rethink and reset all this or so whoever it is that's pulling your puppet strings and all that has gotten so tied up and wound up that that's why you're making a lot of the most, making some of the most stupidest decisions in your entire wrestling career so that's one of these days like i said it's going to come back and bite you here of course in the rear end uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, here, before we hear from the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, let's go to the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, who, of <coughs> course, will have an update as to the, the, some of the, what, what can we expect to hear on the Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Radio, coming up here next Monday afternoon. JD, please go ahead. We're going to have a lot to talk about, but before we do, however, we want to give you an update on the U.S. Olympic uh, thing, however... Uh, the U.S. is leading right now, 44-39 in the gold medal game right now at the half against France. So they're doing pretty good so far. Uh, yes, John, Justin, myself, you, Gerard, Michelle, Fonzie, hopefully, and Neil. Mitt will be back with us, hopefully, along with Danny from Oak Park, JML, Jeff, Rhonda, and the rest of the game will be there, of course, in the rush, of course, 138-10, pounds. We will talk about our least favorite moments of SummerSlam. We'll take a look back at the final few days of the Olympics. Plus, we will look ahead to see if there is going to be a Raw. There has been talk, however, that Raw may or may not be held in Orlando this week, however, because of the outbreak continuing to be very, very serious in four. Will there be a show? And if so, however, with two weeks to go until summer scam, however, with no Goldberg, however, with possibly after what happened with Nikki Ash and Charlotte Flair, what will the aftermath of last Monday's show in Chicago be like this week in the Magic Kingdom? Plus, we'll talk about the releases that were let go, however. Was this a good move by WWE or not? Plus, we'll look ahead to AEW Dynamite Elevation, as well as the upcoming Rampage show, however, as next Friday and, of course, next Wednesday night in the Pearson Center for Dynamite in my hometown of Pittsburgh. Plus, we'll give you the news on where you can check your favorite superstars at WWE and AEW in the weeks and months to come, hopefully with safety uh, measures in place if there is shows. But we're going to have a lot to talk about this Monday. Don't you dare miss it. one 3 I will be here throughout the weekend, so I'll be in touch with you guys on and off throughout the weekend if I'm up to it. So I will talk to you guys on the flip side. On that note, I'm going to go. I will see you guys later. So, good night. All right, J.D., thank you very much. Take it easy, J.D. Thank you, take it easy, J.D., the Iceman here, the Jerome. We do thank him, of course, here, for, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross, for coming on here tonight and sharing their very unique opinions about everything going on here in the world of wrestling here tonight. And, of course, just to reiterate also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, even though that John did retain the million, NXT U.S. Million Dollar Championship against the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, uh, three votes to one, of course, after, of course, the move to a new page. It has also been officially decided that with, of course, this uh, this situation here, obviously, with the, uh, um, obviously, with this, 
with the, the situation here, obviously with uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, obviously, obviously, of course, here with this with the move that we did have to make here. Um, so, uh, so what we are going to do here, what we are going to do here, folks. Uh, we are going, of course, to. Uh, <clears throat> we, of course, obviously are going to um, have a match on next Tuesday's, Tuesday's edition of Revolution, which will be episode number 1026. I'm sorry. I think it'll be next. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. I think they said next Thursday. Uh, next Thursday's edition of NWO Wolfpack. Excuse me, episode 316, I believe. Um, of NWO Wolfpack, of course, uh, uh, next Thursday night. So we will have that match, of course, live here as well. Um, and of course, we will find we will officially determine the undisputed winner and the undisputed NXT US Million Dollar Champion. And also, this is something I forgot to mention to J JD and John after sitting here and really thinking about this. Because of his unwavering loyalty, of course, to our shows, as always here, the winner of that match will defend the NXT US Million Dollar title against the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. JD, Justin, I'm going to give you a shot at that belt as well. Okay. Of course, if John, retains, if John retains or if JD wins, you will have the next shot. So there you go. I think that seems only fair. That you have been, of course, been keeping up with everything and all for us. So I think it's only fair that I do that. So now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Justin, let's go ahead and get him, of course, in here and let him, of course, as you know, of course, each and every day, including Saturdays and Sundays, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, does bring us, uh, does bring us this post, of course, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays on two of our pages, of course, on Facebook. The wrestling portion on WCW US Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW Appreciation, and also the pop culture portion on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Entertainment. Let's see what Justin has has in store for us, as of course he has, uh, of course, uh, some additional. Uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today, August the 6th. So, Justin, please go on right ahead and proceed. Okay. Um, today is a um, happy 32nd birthday to Mexican wrestler Metal Leon. Today is a happy 33rd birthday to Engle um, you, um, British um wrestler um British pro um female pro wrestler Ke Kelly Adams today's a happy 34th birthday to uh, to Alex Payne from um Des Moines Iowa and today is a happy 30 also a happy 34th birthday British pro wrestler Victoria Owen who wrestles as Jetta Today is a happy, happy 35th birthday to um, Dom, um, Dom, Dom, um, 
Thomas Thom, Raymond Latimer, English wrestler, better known by his ring Bram. He is the ex-wife, ex-husband of, of Charlotte at Queen Bit Charlotte Flair. And today's a happy 36th birthday to Tony Nese from um, NXT. Did y'all mention him, Chad? Well, I mentioned, I only mentioned the uh, four birthdays. I did mention, um, I know I mentioned Bram. Um, let me see who, uh, um, let me see. I mentioned that Jetta. I didn't know what his real name was, but I did mention Jetta. I did also oh, okay. mention as well, I did also mention um, Jimmy Valiant's birthdays today. And also, I think one wrestler that had passed away, I think today was also Dino Bravo's birthday would have been today. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, today is a happy, also a happy 30, 41st birthday to, up to Shanghai, um, to Shosun, Chinese wrestler. And today, see, and see, they would have been the eight Today would have been the 89th birthday of Aurelian, Aurelian Smith, written known by his renamed Grizzly Smith. He was a, the father of pro wrestlers Jake the Snake Roberts, Rockin' Robin, and Sam Houston. Sources, some sources say that he was born on August the 1st to August the 6th. And here's some t- today's wrestling history. 40 years ago today, New Japan Sumo Hall show took place in Japan. In Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan, Tiger Mask the, the first defeated Scorpio Senior. And 20 years ago today on Raw, I know you remember this, Chad. Ivory turns heel on Jackie and joins Stacy and Tori in the alliance. And I know the reason why Ivory joined the alliance, Chad. I mean, Ivory, Ivory, I know the reason why Ivory joined the alliance and John joined forces with Stacy Keeble and Tori Wilson. Reason why she blames the WWE fans for breaking up right to censor. I see. And uh, Stone Cold defeated uh, Matt Hardy and Shane McMahon battle in, in the Rock Battle, Shane McMahon in Street Fight in Rock One. And Booker T from behind attacked him as the show ended. And that's it. Okay. Thank you very, thank you very much, sir. Justin. As I said, we said, ladies and gentlemen, every single day, of course, of the week, ladies and gentlemen, be sure, always be sure to catch Justin's wrestling and pop culture history reports. As we said, the wrestling portion on WC, on WCWS Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Appreciation, and also the entertainment portion on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash <clears throat> uh, 
WCWS Entertainment. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode number 1025 of WCWS Revolution. Of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming. Also, of course, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and also the human suplex machine John Gross for coming on here tonight as we did speak about what happened tonight on SmackDown. In addition to your wrestling wrestling uh, wrestling news and views, also myself and Justin did provide you with, of course, your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today. Also, of course, we talked about the state of WWE as far as, of course, everything going on with some of the other wrestling companies. Uh, we definitely had a whole lot to say, especially J.D. and John did really, of course, put the word out there here as well. And we also did report that uh, that John did retain the NXT U.S. Million Dollar Title over the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, and that now there will be a match to determine the undisputed NXT U.S. Million Dollar Championship champion, as John will defend it one more time against J.D., but it would, this time it will be live on NWO Wolfpack next Thursday night. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, now the special stipulation that's been added to whomever wins that match, that person will defend that title against the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin will have the next opportunity to win the NXT US Million Dollar title. So, have it right there. Be sure to, of course, check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook. As we said, in addition to Fan Empire Entertainment Cavalcade, don't forget WCWUS Sports Roundup, WCWUS Movie Channel, where, of course, we've got a lot of great movies on there. You can go on there and watch here today, including, of course, the Val Kilmer movie Top Secret, as well as all three movies of the Naked Gun trilogy, as well as Hot Shots Part Two, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Also, of course, the movie Major League is available. You can watch it. And also, of course, uh, several other movies, of course, posted on there as well, including... Uh, World Trade Center, and a lot of other movies, so you can definitely check those out. Also, check out WWS Location of Animation, as well as, <clears throat> as well as of course, WWS Game Show Alley, where you can check out some classic game show moments, full episodes, and some just different moments, of course, in general. Um, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our tribute groups, Don Rickles and Johnny Carson. Also, our tribute groups to Knight Rider, uh, home Improvement and Whose Lines It Anyway. Also, NASCAR US High Octane History. Justin's favorite group, A Gaseous Affair. Uh, <laughs> also, um, let me see. Uh, uh, also, uh, let me see. Uh, let's see. Women of WCW US, where we have some great ladies' matches, of course, you can check out. Also, our tribute groups, including NXT US, AEW US, ROH US, NWA US. Also, we've added some stuff to the WWWF US and AWA US pages here today. Some great um, full episodes of some moments from back in the 70s and 80s. So check some of those out here today. Also, check out, of course, the WWUS NXTNG Video Vault, where we've been posting a lot more, a lot of great uh, Wrestling moments, of course, here as, as well. Matches, promos, vignettes, you name it. We posted a lot of it. So be sure to check out a lot of that stuff, of course, on there as well. Also, of course, check out Red the Revolution Radio Facebook page. Also, WWUS Universe. Also, Dynasty, Legacy, uh, Nitro Thunder, Future of WCWUS, 
uh, the Revolution Reborn TCS Match HQ page as well. Be sure to check all those out. Also, check out all of our shows on, on, on TalkShoot.com, including, of course, our active shows like Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as we said, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WWS This Morning, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and Sports Machine. And, of course, we hope to get a lot more of our other shows, of course, up and going here, of course, here very, very soon in the second half of 2021. But uh, we have a whole lot going on here in WCWUS. Be sure to check out a lot of that great stuff here, of course, here today. Uh, Revolution episode number 1025 is a broadcast of the WCWUS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, uh, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to also catch us on WWS Power Hour tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND, as we'll be reviewing everything that took place here this week in the radio network, everything that took place in the world of wrestling. Also, we'll bring you tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, and some also some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Be sure to check that show out tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, of course, right here as part of the radio network, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> Stay safe, of course, out there, folks, with this uh, new variant of the uh, pandemic, of course, making their making waves. So definitely, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, take every precaution that you feel that is necessary, and just like I said, just just play it, but play it safe, of course, because we want everyone to, of course, uh, not to succumb to this. Uh, definitely, of course. Do what you feel is, the, like we said, is the right course of action. Until, until of course, power hour tomorrow at tomorrow evening, ladies and gentlemen. We ask you to please take care, stay safe out there, and God bless. We'll see you, of course, here at, at we'll see you, of course, here at ringside. Until then, of course, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only. The WCW US Radio Network. Justin, have yourself a terrific weekend here, bud. We'll keep in touch. Have a, we'll talk at you, of course, primarily next week as well. So take care and God bless here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, the WCW US Radio Network. Take care and God bless. Good night. Good night.